other side of midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. It's Friday, TGIF. Thank God it's Friday. Thank God it's Frank. And we will begin this program as we begin every Friday program with a little Ask Frank Anything. If you have questions about any subject, maybe it's something that you don't feel we addressed this week. Maybe it's something we did talk about this week, but you were curious about or something totally unrelated. Now is the time to scratch your curiosity itch and give me a call at 1-800-848-WABC. That's 800-848-9222. And I am actually going to be off on Monday for the Memorial Day holiday. You will enjoy the dulcet tones of the beret-clad Avenger, Mr. Curtis Sliwa. Monday is Memorial Day. I am hoping that a lot of you that are in the New York area, I will see you Monday at the Staten Island Memorial Day Parade. This is a wonderful parade that I've gone to just about every year. And it's on Forest Avenue at Hart Boulevard. It goes from noon until 3 p.m. And there's all sorts of servicemen. There's veterans. There's floats. There's local businesses. And there's nothing I enjoy more than seeing a big crowd for this parade and seeing them clap loudly for veterans and even for local elected officials. And it's just such a wonderful sense of community spirit. And I think that a lot of us struggle with what the best way is to commemorate Memorial Day because, after all, most of us are not going to go out and raise $500,000 for wounded veterans or something along those lines. We should, but a lot of us won't do that. The very least we could do is show up to our local parades, stand there on the sidelines, and clap as the American flag walks by. So that's what I'm planning to do on Monday. Hopefully I'll see many of you there as well. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. When you think summers down at the Jersey Shore, what is one of the first things that pops into your mind, particularly among young people? Well, I think a lot of people will think of booze. Well, now, a popular Jersey Shore city says it's getting serious about cracking down on a booze ban on its beaches and boardwalks this year as the summer season officially kicks off this weekend. I guess maybe it's unofficially kicks off this weekend. In order to emphasize the ban's enforcement, local leaders in Wildwood, New Jersey, which is in Cape May County, and I've spent a little time in Wildwood, not a tremendous amount, but I have spent a great deal of time in Cape May. They passed an ordinance on Wednesday that would prohibit possession of any alcohol containers on the beach and boardwalk, even if the container is unopened. Politicians said the ban is not new, but police departments up and down the Jersey coast often turn a blind eye to the common practice of enjoying a cold beverage on the beach. I have to be honest, I am one of these guys that likes to enjoy a nice cold beer or a white claw or whatever else on the beach. Is this really necessary? If someone is being rowdy, if someone is intoxicated to the point of their falling down, 
town or creating a nuisance, then by all means, ticket them for public drunkenness. Arrest them if you need to. But there's a lot of people that can hang out on the Jersey Shore on the beach and have a nice, cold, refreshing adult beverage and not need the police to be called. I think this crackdown is a little bit of overkill, and I think a lot of the townspeople have this latent hostility towards the tourists that come down to the Jersey Shore during the summer and make these towns so lucrative and put a lot of money into the town coffers. So I think this is a bit of a mistake. I think it's a little much. To be. Beam me up. Continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. I think the grand jury process in New York State and even around the country to some extent is fascinating. I think it's very poorly understood by the general public and I think it's very poorly understood by the grand jurors. I've actually served as a grand juror. I had a good experience, but I was one of the very few people not to vote to indict every single person on every charge. And I enjoyed the discussions and I enjoyed going back and forth reviewing the evidence on the indictment. And there was one indictment that we issued where we didn't deliver all the charges that the prosecutor asked for, but we delivered several of them. And one of the people, I think it was a court officer, I don't remember who, came in afterwards and said that that discussion took way too long. It should not have taken that long. And I thought to myself at the time, well, excuse you, we're the grand jury. This is on our timetable. We have the right to take as long as we want. And that's why I was fascinated by this explosive article in the city yesterday where court officers apparently told jurors not to discuss the cases during the deliberations. Aaron Naroff Fernando was a grand jury foreman selected in Queens Criminal Supreme Court in January, and he was given a state court-issued handbook detailing the work of the 23 people working on that grand jury. It instructed the jurors that they'd sit through witnesses, testimony, and review evidence by a prosecutor, and then discuss with each other the evidence and the legal instructions. Before it was presented with its first case, though, one court officer allegedly told this grand jury behind closed doors that it should avoid long debates and should not discuss the case. The next day, a second court officer allegedly instructed the grand jurors that they were not supposed to state their opinions or get into back and forth or heated debates before voting and said the judges who gave him his grand jury training had instructed him as such. These allegations have been unveiled in an affidavit and submitted to the court, and they have now tainted, potentially, the grand jury's decisions in about three dozen cases they heard over four weeks in January. If you end up serving as a grand juror, and I hope you do, you have as much right to take as much time as you need to discuss every single case that comes before you. Don't let a court officer or a prosecutor or anyone else try to tell you you're not able to deliberate properly or take as much time as you need. Tell them to read the jury handbook, and if they have an issue, tell the judge to come talk to you. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. I love stories involving longevity. I love stories involving food, and this one happens to be both, and it's an added bonus that it takes place in our area. How good do you imagine you'd feel on your 110th 
birthday. If you'd ask Lana Mitchell, you'll get a quick answer. She said to Pix11, I could go out and do a day's work. She was born on Long Island in 1913, the year Woodrow Wilson took office. And on Tuesday, all of her friends at Leisure Park Senior Living Community in Lakewood, New Jersey, helped her celebrate. In between slices of cake and opening gifts, including new shoes and clothes, she beamed with gratitude while keeping it totally real. When asked how she felt about seeing all of her friends gathered to celebrate her, she said with a laugh, well, I think it's wonderful, but I'd rather be home. At 110 years old, Mitchell is possibly the oldest person in the state of New Jersey, and she doesn't shy away from sharing some of her secrets. This is a topic that we covered on the radio recently. Her great-niece told Channel 11, I think when she's explained to me, she says the secret is balance and moderation. She said she loves ice cream, and she does, but she eats a balanced meal. She said she likes all ice creams, and she's a good eater. When asked what her true secret is, she replied, just living good. I don't know if there is a magic bullet to help you live to 110, but I'm starting to think that one of them may not be ice cream. It may be a healthy attitude and a sense of optimism about approaching each day and staying upbeat, even when it's tough to do so. It certainly seems like Miss Mitchell does just that. Happy 110th birthday. Beam me up! To be continued.